No pressure. Hey, we're live to the millions. <laughs> um, welcome, Andy Prostert, to the call. How are you going? Yeah, great. Thanks. Uh, glad to be here, David. Awesome. Awesome. So today's topic's an interesting one. Um, and for those who don't know Andy, he's from the Executive Technologists is the name of the organization, which is a mouthful. And I might get him yes. to explain that. But before we do the topic, crafting product assets to help people buy from you. I think one of the biggest challenges most people in business have is encapsulating what they do into something that they can sell that's tangible. And I think the idea behind this is going to help people understand how to do that. So Andy, maybe give us a bit of a background of you know what you do and uh, how you've come to this point. Yeah, great. Um, so what what we do is, or so I founded the company about five years ago after going through thirty years of working in uh, corporate technology and IT and cool such guys, like. Today, and, uh, digitizing your knowledge, we can transition from <laughs> one to one to many. I don't know how that happens. Sorry. It's a very long winded. Oh, that's okay. That's always. This is the fun thing about technology. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it's not so great. And this <laughs> is the thing. That's actually a really good segue because that's what we've I've found in terms of. Um, what I do. So 30 years working in corporate life, um, not really enjoying it so much, but learning a lot, really focusing around the Microsoft tech stack and getting Mm -hmm. an understanding of what's going there. Yeah. So I had this idea that, you know, let's create an organization, let's create a company that can go and help organizations and business owners better understand how to leverage technology in their business Mm -hmm. and not make it really, really complicated. Yeah. Um, because there's a lot of, especially for smaller organizations, mm. um, it's really, really expensive to go and get technology support and advisory, you know, a couple of thousand dollars a day to go and get a consultant. You know, you, you can't afford that. So I thought, well, how can I create that and make it easier for people to get an understanding of that? And how can I solve a key problem mm. of what, what I see in, for business owners um, where they're either too deep down the rabbit hole of being techie and they own everything and that you can only see their toes yeah or they're too far removed that their business is being built on these technologies and they don't know how it works they've got no idea how their organization functions yeah gotcha gotcha and it is interesting because so it moves fast bit doesn't bit it? In the middle. yeah sorry oh look I, I i joke but i have to re um uh, relearn my job every six months yeah, and uh, so the truth of the matter is technology is accelerating the pace um, for people yep. running businesses. They just need it to deliver a service or a product to their clients or to their prospects or to their employees. So it's really just a tool that they use rather than, unless they're in the tech business, their business. Well, actually, um, it's shifted a little bit. Mm-hmm. Previously, it used to be a tool, and it still is a tool. But the problem is, is it's so embedded and so fundamental to your business. Yep. So I took those tools away, your business stops, right? If I um, removed your FPOS and your, your, your payment <laughs> processing gateway, business yep. stops. If I get rid of your smartphone, business stops. Mm-hmm. If we turn off your um, Google drives or your SharePoint environments or yes. your email, your business stops. So it's, it's kind of jumped the shark a little bit. It's no longer that thing that supports your business. It's actually what runs it. Yeah, yeah which makes it even more pivotal, so, right? Yeah. Yeah, correct, correct. Um, but it is really, really confusing. A lot of people like me that talk about technology in a way that just doesn't make sense. Mm. Right? It's a different language. Um, so what I've been trying to learn, coming out of corporate life, right? So coming out of corporate life was like, how do I take all of that lingo and translate that down to organization, smaller organizations, you know, 50 yeah. or less staff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I spent a couple of years trying to work out 
what business was. I thought, you know, I'm start a business. How hard can that be? Ah. Famous last words, right? Yeah, yeah. And then the, the, the problem was, is how do I articulate this massive wealth of things that I'm trying to deliver in the market mm. for businesses in a way that doesn't put people like yourself asleep? Yeah, awesome. So explain how you did go through that process, because that's pretty much what today's about, right? Exactly, exactly. So the, the first thing was is, um, to sort of embed myself in terms of understanding the language of my clients. And the best place to do that is to go to networking events. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so go to those networking events and listen to all the problems they're talking, try to use different words and different things to try to explain what you do. Um, if the room goes to sleep, you've missed your mark, right? It's, you know, trying to sort of get an understanding, go where your clients are. Mm -hmm. Right. So that was the first step. The next step was trying to work out what their pain points were, right? right? So what things are keeping them up at night? What's making them lose their hair, like myself, um, etc. Et what what's stressing them out, and then trying to solve that problem. Mm -hmm. um, and then the third thing is, is look for the gaps of what everyone else is doing in that market space and see if you can solve it. So that was the process I went through, and it took me, you know, it took me a few iterations. Mm -hmm. I've got a couple of screen, a couple of little slides I can probably share as well, yep. um, to just sort of illustrate that point and some of the, the the elements of what we did. And what we were trying to do was take all of these things, the pain points, the the processes we need to go through, mm -hmm. the the ideal goals that you want to get to, and try to stick that on a page. That was the goal. That was the task. And now I learned all of this from a wonderful fellow by the name of uh, Glenn Carlson. He runs a uh, organization called Dent. Um, mm -hmm. And um, fantastic th program he's got called Key Person of Influence. And he talks about how to actually put all this sort of stuff yeah. together. So I learned some of the basics from, from a, what that was doing. And it sort of crystallized on this product on a page concept. Mm -hmm. But every business is different, and I just wanted to sort of share a little bit of the terms of my journey in terms of creating that, yeah. taking complex language of tech and putting it back to distill it down to a sing single question mm -hmm. really, and put it on a page. So if I can share, let me see if I get the right screen, just bear with me. So we put together a brochure and a couple of other things, but really the, the key one that we have is this handout that we provide for our customers. So this is one of the early iterations. Maybe not. Uh, <laughs> um, what we might end up doing is putting it in as a... Oh. How's that? Is that going through? Let me see what I can do with this. <laughs> it has. Well, it's come through as another guest, which I really don't know how to bring on the screen. I'm going to try. That's okay. Let me play around. I'm just going to move you up here. <laughs> And then I'm going to try and put it on the screen if I actually know how. But keep talking and then I'll see if I can yeah, get it so, up. Yeah, so what we did is we created this, this, so on the page, and I'll just sort of visualize, uh, describe what's on the screen. Mm. So what we've got is on the left-hand side, we've got today. And we've got seven keywords that, that when people and my clients were thinking about their particular problems when it talks about tech, there are seven keywords that came to, to mind. It was either complicated, it was expensive. Who's paying too much money for, for everything? Um, cool, there we go. 
technology. Um, it, <laughs> it gives you a bit of an idea. Now I'll switch this out in a moment. Um, it was disconnected. People, it was wasn't connected with everything else that was going on. So this is what you call live um, playing around with with stuff. So it's fantastic mm. when we go live. It yep. was avoided. People weren't using the stuff that was there. It was fragile. It was vulnerable. So it was this this chaos, this sense of chaos that people had. And what we realized is that we wanted to try to shift people and people wanted to shift to this uh, future state where things were simple. It was economical or paying for what they needed, um, automated, engaging, reliable and secure. These are the things that when they thought about their technology and their business in general, that they wanted to try to achieve. So on mm. the left, this is the way point. On the right, this is the, the ultimate outcome we want to get to. Um, and then we sort of played around with, well, how do we deliver this? We've got a bit of a methodology and, you know, this was a, a, one, one of the early iterations um, that we did by putting it on the screen. And we yeah. could talk to this and help people along that journey. But then what we realized is that the advice and power support were a more fundamental piece mm. of what we do. And we, so we went, okay, so what do we do? We, let's switch that one out. And then we sort of went and made some changes with those conversations still got the same concepts of what we're doing. Yeah. But then we realized that in terms of our delivery model, we, we had five areas we focused on, but they weren't processes in their own right. Mm -hmm. um, and then started talking about, so what are we, what are the three key workloads are? And we even so we're constantly tweaking this every time we speak with people and talk about, you know, um, how we deliver it and really if we talk about the pain point 90 percent of our customers come to us because they have something within their tech stack that's broken yeah outlook's not working their emails aren't functioning everything's going to spam something is driving them insane that's fixed so the first thing we're going to fix your tech we're going to fix those systems and we're going to support it because means technology doesn't mm. work well you're just stressed right yeah. so we solve that get rid of that pain the next layer was this element around um, empowerment mm -hmm. because the people who know your business the best already work for you. So how can we train, educate and um, you know, help empower them, if you like, to be able to use the tools you're already paying for so they don't go out and get yet another tool. Yeah, right. You don't have to try to bring into that stack. And the first mm -hmm. last one is this advisory piece. Yeah. Yeah. You know, helping having conversations like we're doing now about business to explain um, how things work, talk about some of your business problems and map that to potential tech outcomes. Brilliant. So really what you've done is taken all the tech out because I don't see Windows, I don't see Mac, I don't see PC, I don't see any technical terms, gigabytes, megabytes, terabytes. None of that, none of that rubbish. <laughs> and you're uh, in business, what you're focusing on yeah. is the outcome. You want it to work. Yep. You yep. want it to be inexpensive. You'd like to automate stuff where you can. Yep. You'd want it to be engaging so your people actually use it. Your customers actually use the stuff. They enjoy mm. it. Yep. It's secure because no one wants to get hacked. Um, and it works when you turn the button on. Yeah, brilliant. Excellent. So, so um, that was... That was that I suppose it's a big journey, right? So what you've done is you've evolved a product, you've done the listening to the client, you've got the terminology right, you've understood their problems, um, you've understood their wants and their needs, and then you've mapped your product into it. Correct. What we do, and I've mapped my product into that to try to deliver um, something in a language that the person who's 
owning it um, and, and wanting to go and, um, you know, who wants to buy from us yeah, awesome. um, makes it easy. So one of the early iterations we had is like, you see, go onto the various websites and you go to a tech site and they'll say they'll have small, medium or large, which one's good for you mm-hmm. in terms of product offerings. And we thought, oh, cool, we've got to go and do that too. <laughs> you know, because every customer is different. <clears throat> sure. We did that. You know what that did? Created confusion. And it also came back to a realization is that we didn't treat our customers any differently based on small, medium or large. Yeah, right. They all got the same level of service. So we were trying to work out, well, what's the value in that? There wasn't any. That's putting so pressure on the client to choose, of- right? Correct. <laughs> so now we come back to another um, thing where we have one price. It's the it's done on per person. So mm-hmm. the more staff you have, the more you pay. But um, so that increases our support costs, etc. But you don't pay extra for the amount of time you might be using. So it's an all you can eat sort of buffet type yep. thing. Yeah. There's a fair uh, fair use clause. So if you, you you you're taking the mic, we'll have a conversation about that. Mm-hmm. But so that then distills down to so it's per person which means that if I help grow your business, so you hire people, I get paid more. Yeah. But if your, if your business is growing, it means your revenues are going up. Yeah, amazing. So it must be working. So it's a good, good outcome. So I'm now incentivized to help grow your revenue. Yeah, brilliant. So the pricing model is non-threatening. It's based on the size I am right now. The delivery mechanism is exactly the same. And everything's exactly focused right. around supporting my business rather than actually just trying to sell me hours. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah. exactly. Okay. And if I'm not delivering a good um, good value into your organization, yeah. what's month to month, you just tell me to go away. Yeah, brilliant. So tell me about um, like... Uh, and so then the last one, sorry, the last one. So what that does is it distills down to one thing. Yeah. When we get to the end of this presentation, Usually the, the question comes up, so how do we start? Mm-hmm. And I simply respond and say, look, I've got one simple question for you. Do you need help with your tech or not? That's it. If they say no, cool, no worries, off we go. If they say yes, we get started. Yeah. Easy. Easy. So tell me again, how long did it take you to evolve this? <laughs> how long did it take me to evolve this? Mm. Um, well, I started the business five years ago. Yeah, I went on a winding course around what I was trying to do and what I was about. Yeah. Um, but by the time I finished that journey, that was about three years, and that was through the pandemic that I came yeah. up and created it. So this was about two years in development mm. to get point. It looks simple on one page, and we built this in Canva, by the way. Yeah. Just to give you an idea of how you, how you can build it. And then we just keep on tweaking it, et cetera, keep on evolving. You know, you'll see there's one point down there around this agility think about iteration. Yep. That's the trick to this. Yeah. Fantastic. Don't overthink it. Put it down. Use a piece of paper. Scratch it out. Throw yep. it at an EA or a VA that you've got to go and put together the basics and then start tweaking and evolving it. Test it with your customers. See what they think. Test it with new leads. See what mm. they think. Get feedback, test it with business partners, feedback, 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 and bring that back in. That's the trick. Yeah. So, look, ultimately, I guess what stops people doing this is they're too busy. 
But the truth of the matter is it's not too busy. It's just they don't see the value in trading, like sacrificing some hourly rate time or some troubleshooting time to actually build something that actually uh, creates a compelling future and an easy sales process. So to give the all fairness for yep. my business yep. until I had this and can talk to this, mm-hmm. my sales was at zero. Yeah, right. Once I had this in place, I went from zero revenue um, mid last year to passing quarter million dollars in the first um, the first year of trading. Amazing. Amazing. And, and so really, you know, but I suppose the lesson to be had here, and I'm just listening to you saying, I learned that I have to productize what I do. I learned that I have to speak my client's language. And I learned that I have to keep it simple so that they don't get sort of overwhelmed in information. And the other thing you mentioned is how many times you've iterated this. So it's not really like I created it and I'm done. It's no. I created it and I tested it. It worked. It didn't work. This part did work. This part got stuck. So there's this process that's going on. And the, the best thing for me is I'm looking at it going, this is super scalable because yes. you could actually use the same document to sell to one person or a thousand people. And, yeah. um, and then the last one is on the second page is just sort of breaking it down in terms of details. Yeah. So there's the, there's the price when people say, how much is this? It's just right there yep. on the page. Right there on the page mm-hmm. in your fade saying yep. that's how much it costs. Yep. So don't hide. A- the other lesson there is don't hide from your pricing. Yeah. I have so many conversations with other organizations and when the, you keep trying to, most people are fishing for the number. Mm-hmm. Most people are fishing for the number. And because if you hide behind that, they're immediately going, oh, is this going to be scary expensive? So this is right up front early on. Let's get that out of the way. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Let's get that right out of the way. So you're not hiding from that price. That's another lesson that I learned from there. I used to price things based on complicated formulas and try to hide behind it. And it just didn't work. People want to know. Cool. And immediately they can start budgeting it. They can start sticking into their cash flow projections, um, et cetera. They know that it's going to be X amount of dollars a month and this is what they get out of it. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. That's amazing. Um, look, uh, very mindful of time. You've given us a bomb to think about. <laughs> you know, and uh, now I've got to try and fix up my screen because it's uh, all gone Sorry. skew if. Uh, this is technology at its finest. Let's see if I can get you back here. How do I do this? I don't even know. <laughs> uh, get rid of this guy. Put you in. Uh, make me about the same size as you when we're back. <laughs> I don't know how to do this. Uh, technology, we love it. Look, the point, the point here is pretty simple, right? Um, actually, cancel and publish and we're back. There we go. There we go. The point, the point of the message is pretty simple. Um, what, what Andy's just demonstrated to us is that it's quite doable for even a technologist, you know, to sit there and say, hang on, let's think about how I run my business. Let's think about what works and let's think about what people actually want. And I think when you do that, you start to get a sense of it's actually pretty simple. <laughs> it's not difficult. And um, the, the message, but you have to craft it, yeah. right? So crafting it requires you to um, spend the time, get the feedback, make live mode, we're back, and uh, just make it simple for people to buy. And I, I love that idea because everyone we talk to in business, we say, you know, make it easy to buy. Take away any resistance, and resistance includes terminology, technology, complication, options, and give people one way to engage with you and make sure it's benefit-driven, not 
product driven because they should see yeah. the result of purchasing from you, not the deliverable, if that even makes sense. Um, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and where I sort of came about this, I used to do a lot of consulting and it yep. was all time and materials based. And all that's doing is really incentivizing the person who's billing you based on time yeah. um, to take as long as possible mm. because they're going to get paid more because the longer it takes. Yeah. They don't want to do things quickly. They don't want to do things efficiently. They're not interested in you know shortening or reducing how long it takes to deliver an outcome for you. Mm. Um, you know, so it's about translating back to um, you know, those things things that we think about uh, forget about often is return on investment if i spend ten thousand dollars doing x i want a hundred thousand dollars in return yeah well, how can we work out those sort of translations if you're going to invest ten thousand dollars with me you want to better grow your business by a hundred thousand dollars if that's the result yeah that's a good outcome 100 percent. so uh look it sounds overly simplified when we sort of sum it sum it up this way but if i'm going to ask you to summarize even more if you were to try and sum up the I suppose the advice to people in business in just a couple of sentences. How would you, how would you sum it up? I'd sum it up is often we overthink, overcomplicate what we're trying to do. We we, we focus on our own needs. Mm. We focus on the the you know so for example how much money we need to make etc. And when I flip that and put myself in the shoes of my my ideal customer. Yeah, really getting an understanding who that person is and thinking what questions are they going to ask? What things are they going to challenge me on? What are they looking for in terms of, you know, cash flow friendly in terms of mm. um, all the things they're looking for and put yourself in that, that seat and then work backwards from that. Yeah. What do they need to know to say yes and work backwards? Awesome. Andy, I love the way that you've gone through this process. It actually proves that technology doesn't have to be propeller spinning. It can actually be um, the the art of create, crafting a, a product. So I really appreciate your time today and hopefully some people get some insights and some ideas. And obviously, if they need to find you, Andy Prosser is pretty easy to find. Um, if you Google me, I think I get um, eight of the top 10 hits. Awesome. Awesome. Andy, That's thanks so much profile. for your time again. Yeah. Uh, if anyone needs to reach out, please do. Uh, Andy's pretty happy to share, obviously. And uh, really appreciate your time today. So thank you. My pleasure, David. Thank you very much.